Welcome back to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Thank you for supporting and listening to this amazing podcast. And don't forget, you can also watch this episode or previous episodes on my YouTube channel at Sergeant Major Mario P. Fields dash YouTube. Let's get ready to meet and listen to another guest who is willing to have discussions and remove their armor to help other people develop a accurate way of thinking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unarmored Talk Podcast. I know it's been two weeks. You guys know I drop an episode, publish an episode once every two weeks. That's twice a month. And we couldn't do it without you amazing viewers if you're watching or listeners if you're on one of the podcast platforms. I'm your host, Mario P. Fields. And today's guest is Jenny Dilt, she is a mom of all things, right? She has many hats. She's a certified grief coach and more. Jenny, welcome to On Armor Talk Podcast. Thank you so much, Mario. No, thank you so much. It seems like I've known you for years, even though it's been virtually a couple of months. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. This is going to be a fun episode, ladies and gentlemen. They're all fun and exciting, but I'm excited about this one. Jenny, before we jump into the topic, can you tell the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? So, Mario, you and I were just talking about one of my passion topics. I'm, um, and I'm going to share a little story. So, in my coaching training program, we were asked to introduce ourselves the first day. And so, my introduction was, hi, I'm Jenny, and I love death. Ah. And I got the strangest looks. <laughs> but the cool thing was, my instructor he got me. He knew instantly where I was coming from. And he had the same passion. So I knew I was in the right place. Wow. Wow. It, by, it... The, by the time I finished the training program, my intro was not I love death, but I had expanded it a little bit. So my intro was, hi, I'm Jenny. I love death, but I love grief. Right. Right. That is... You know, and again, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I'm just so excited to have Jenny on because we're, we're Jenny want to just let's just jump back, let's just jump right to the top. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, and I share. It, it, this was random, by the way. This is not what we were going to talk about, but right before we hit live and record, we just I just realized Jenny and I share the same passion belief. We are not afraid of death. I, I, I we embrace it. So, Jenny, let's talk about it. What, what is it about death that you're like, okay, not bad. Let's go. I don't – I see death as a transition. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's painful. It sucks. And it can right. wreck your whole life. And it can also be just like a career change or a, a relocation for your job. You get transferred to a new – site or a new office you get a promotion whatever change that happens sure you may move locations but it's the same work the same job the same field right it, just, and you know you're just progressing and, and moving on and, and i'm thinking about too and i'm thinking about your comments when you introduce yourself hey my name is jenny dills and i accept right i embrace i love death hey, 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 and you know one person got it you, you know sometimes when i have conversations i'm like I can pretty much see like I have an imagination of how I'm going to die and I'm okay with that. And I have a roadmap to death. 
you know, and I and I'm living every day because I have this roadmap to death. When I started to talk about that, people look at me like, are you OK, Mario? Was it your service in the Marines? Are you are you good? You know, and, and I'm like, hmm. So, you, you know, so so how did you, you, you know, when you when you had that reaction, except, you know, the, you know, the, the, the teacher or whatever, how did you feel? What emotions did you experience? I could tell you what the ones I experienced. <laughs> For me, it's like, OK, whatever. This is who I am. Yeah, I you like can... that. Here I am. I have a positive relationship with death. It doesn't bother me. Um, I see it as a graduation. A promotion. I'm excited. Yeah, and <laughs> even my my six year old, mommy, I don't want you to die. I would be sad. Yeah, I would be sad too. But also, I I'm gonna like it. And I like how you said, "Hey, it is painful. It it is. I mean, I just you know you know I just realized I was grieving over the death of my mother for like four or five years until I changed my mindset about it." Until I thought different about it. it was a choice. And I like how you're talking about you don't choose to kind of do what everyone else is doing, you know, where they're fearing a lot of people just are believe they fear it. And, and this is a bad thing where you've chosen. Let's make it a positive thing and let's make it not the end of everything, but a, a period of transition. And I, yeah. I think that's amazing. And have you have so I have to ask you, do you have a, a, an imagination of, of how long you think you will live? Just imagination. because I can tell you what, what mine is. So I'm going to seem like even a more of an oddball. <laughs> That's why I love this. <laughs> I believe that there are some people who get to live on this earth. For longer, a lot longer than others. Um, John the Beloved in the New Testament, Jesus came and and was asking his apostles, his disciples, what they wanted. And um, Peter says, I want to come be with you when I die. And and then he turns, he's like, hey, what about what about him? What about John? And Jesus is like, hey, back off, back off. If he wants to stay on earth until I come again, that's his choice. That's what makes him happy. You let him be. That's his, that's his thing. That's yeah. my thing, too. Yeah. You know, we have some some similar beliefs. You know, my imagination is that I will live to be in my 80s. Of course, we, we know I, I may not live tomorrow, but but my my imagination in my roadmap to death is that Mario P. Fields will live into his 80s. And, and, and from now until then, the, the things I do are deliberate to that day where physically, physically, the little man will be put in a little baby gap casket. You ain't going to need much. You're right for five foot two and a half. You're not going to need much inexpensive, uh -huh. funeral, inexpensive yeah. funeral. But 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 then the spiritually transition to continue to do great things. But uh, but, you know, if I if I start to have those conversations outside of you know this unarmored talk pack podcast platform or with people like you, people people would be like, Mario, why are you 
why do you why are you so excited to plan for your death? And I'm like, you should again, my belief is it's okay. It's going to happen. It's the in- inevitable. At least we know it's going to happen. Why not mm-hmm. plan as much as you can for it? Exactly. Yeah. And I was just having a conversation um, recently in the last month or two uh, with a friend. And we were talking about this. Could it be that the measure of grief is related to the amount of planning that went in? to the situation before the death Mm. because if somebody's plans are all set up they've got whatever arrangements they want they've got all this like the logistical parts taken care of how much easier would it be to then when that death comes I just do the checklist, follow the plan. We're good to go. Now I can focus on my grief. Uh, ah, wow. Great point. You you know, my wife and I, I started to create this master, um, uh, master password um, sheet, if you will, that, that it's like, you know, her and I only have access to it. And I, and, and I said, last year I started it and I said, babe, I want you to have access to all the accounts and passwords in the event I die. And she looked at me like, Mario, stop talking about that. You're, you're going to live for a long time. I said, no, I believe I am. <laughs> I said, but let's say it happens. We know it's going to happen. We just don't know when it's going to happen. At least that relieves the amount of turbulence and stress. And I never thought about what you just said. Now you can focus more effort on getting through the grieving process, which is a natural thing for humans, and not have all of this turbulence. Yeah. Yeah. How did that conversation go with your with your friend when you, you know, when you when you brought that up? So she's the one that actually brought it up. Wow. Um, so her story is her her son was born with some medical challenges and so his life was short um they did their best they were caregivers um and then when he died they had to think about insurance they had to think about what to do with his medical equipment right. they had to think about who's going to pay the bills now who's going to be the worker? How is my life going to shift? Because I was full-time caregiver 24-7. Now what? Right. And it stunted their grieving, their ability to grieve because they had to take care of all of this logistical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I, I agree with you that, that we, it is so easy to talk about life insurance. We sit around, you know, Jenny, I can, I can meet you for a cup of coffee at your local coffee shop and, and talk about all the components of life insurance. You know, and everyone in the coffee shop, my belief, is, would just be like, oh, that's cool. You know, he's, maybe he's a sales agent, insurance agent. But I meet you at a local coffee, coffee shop and I go, so thanks, Jenny, for meeting me. I truly appreciate it. So 
um, I just need your help in um, helping me really design um, my roadmap to death. And you go, I truly appreciate you inviting me, Mario. So let's, you got an hour? Sure. <laughs> and everyone in the car shop's going, what the? I believe it should be a positive topic. Again, the, the action of death, we all experience it. It's brutal on some of us. I know it was for me. I can only talk for me. Yeah. But, 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 the, but, the, but to get through the grieving, to plan for it, we know the plan's not going to be perfect. But to develop a plan and to have it as a normal topic or normal conversational piece, um, I, I believe would be extremely helpful in the grieving process. What do you think? I think so too. And in fact, that's one reason why I I hold off. Like I, I'm currently not so active in connecting with funeral homes. Mm. Just because my specialty is really working with the grief and growing from it. Right. Like finding the, the benefits that grief can bring. For, for some people, that time in the funeral home is not not the place for that. Right. Some people are so busy with logistics, even, oh my gosh, my world just shattered in shock, numbness, disbelief, denial. When someone is in survival... There's no capacity, no room, no bandwidth to even yeah. think about grief. Right. And, and I and, and as I'm listening to you, I'm just going back through where I, the state of mind I was when mom when my mom died and then when my little brother died about a year and a half later. And you're absolutely accurate for me. I was not in a state of mind to 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 have someone give me try to give me skills to learn new behaviors, to get through this very catastrophic moment. But yeah. now that I'm reflecting, if I would have been able to ha have this conversation, it wouldn't have, it, I believe it wouldn't have eased the, the, the emotions experienced, but it would allow me to really get through the grieving process a lot, I would say better. And, and but the great thing now is that I'm at this mindset I'm in now where I do have someone like you, Jenny, where you and I can talk for hours on the the uh, action of dying. Now I feel a lot more there's a lot more clarity um, in my life when it comes to to my current living family members and how I would process that if it happens, including including my plans to make it easier for my own family case that you know when it happens mm -hmm. yeah when it happens so so um one last question before we we wrap this positive episode in regards to death is if you have one one thing if they said there's there's a hundred things that you can get you can prepare before you die but you can only pick one jenny you can only pick one thing that you can leave behind. What would it be? And I know it's it a would tough be, one. It would honestly be my perspective of death and grief. That they don't have to be 
the Grim Reaper. It doesn't have to be solemn, dark, serious coming out to get you. No. It's so much more than that. Sure, that's part of it. Sure, it's painful and it it hurts and it changes the world forever. And there's also immense growth, learning, light, laughter even, that can come in that perhaps one of the most sacred moments of a person's yeah. life. Yeah. Now, Jenny, thank, thank you, thank you so much. And and ladies and gentlemen, again, we know that that a loss of life is always uh, just just my belief. A loss of life is always a a very tough thing to experience, um, a, a tough journey uh, to go through. But like Jenny said, it all it doesn't always have to be so dark, and and there are some goodness that comes out of. Um, of the inevitable that that is death and to be able to change your mindset to take a positive approach to something that will happen um uh, rather we 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 think we know when it will or not you can actually change um the way you grieve and the way you the, the sadness and all the other emotions you experience when death occurs jenny i truly appreciate you changing the topic seconds before we hit record and this has been fun because i rarely get to interview or discuss this topic with anyone because like you i close my eyes every night and go mario about 80 something you're gonna go <laughs> but until then let's develop some plans so it helps the rest of the world do what not suffer as much and allow you know my wife and all those folks that love me to be able to grieve in a way where the rest of the stuff is not impacting the grieving process. You're awesome. Thank you. No, thank you for being so flexible. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you guys a, a quick, exciting episode on death. And uh, this is Unarmored Talk. And thank you again, Jenny, for removing your armor with me to talk about a topic that is normally discussed during life insurance conversations. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and then and until next time in a couple of weeks, you guys be safe. God bless you all. And we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode that uh, was amazing. Don't forget, if you want to learn more about what I'm doing when it comes to minerals and vitamins and the holistic approach to good health, email me at host at unarmoredtalk.com to learn more or you can visit the sponsor's website at takechargeyourhealth.usana.com again robert and miriam norris wonderful people and they are doing great things to help us feel healthier we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks be safe <laughs>